Welcome to Exodus, California. I'm your host, Joanne Kraft, and my husband, Paul, will be your co-host as we share our story about how we left California and made our home in the rolling hills of Tennessee. Exodus, California is a podcast for Californians who've had enough and are getting ready to pull the trigger and make that move out of a state they once loved. Welcome to Exodus, California, moving to Tennessee. I am your host, Joanne Kraft, and I am here with my co-host, Paul Kraft. Hey, y'all. And a special guest. Hey, guys. Want to introduce our guest, Paul? Yeah, so uh, today, instead of listening to Joanne and I drone on for 30 minutes to an hour to when we finish, we thought we'd bring on one of our agents that uh, works within Maplewood Realty, Robert O'Brien. He's been an agent with us for like a little over a year now, and uh, he was the first agent to, to join Maplewood Realty. In fact, Robert wanted to be a part of Maplewood Realty so badly that he married our oldest daughter, Megan, in order to make sure he got in on the ground floor. So uh, that's correct, isn't it, Robert? Yeah, we'll just accept your answer as yes and just move on. Yeah, so, that's, anyways, that's right. We're, we're excited to, to interview Robert. He's been a super valuable asset, not just to the family, because I do believe nepotism is king, but also just to the company. Robert's just done a great job. And we're excited to introduce him to you, the listener, because as people come into Tennessee and they come to work with Maplewood Realty, Robert may be one of the people that you're working with. And so it's an opportunity for you to get to know a little bit about Robert before we jump in. So Robert, you want to tell us a little bit about your background, how you ended up in Tennessee, what brought you here? Yeah, thanks. Thanks for letting me join you guys today. And yeah, you know, definitely I saw this coming from a mile away, which is why I married into the family. Only reason, right? No, not at all. But yeah, so I moved to Tennessee in 2009. I was an undergrad at Belmont University in Nashville uh, and took a roundabout path while I was there, but ended up graduating with a religion degree, but loved Nashville so much, loved Tennessee so much. I'm originally from Illinois, grew up in a small farm town up there. And uh, just fell in love with Nashville and Tennessee when I came down here and decided to stick around after college and very glad that I did. Well, I I have to say one of the reasons that I adore you, Robert, besides being my son-in-law, is that you you can beat Paul in trivia. Let's just be honest about this right now. Well, we're unbeatable when you join forces, right? So. (laughs) <laughs> we were the we did win on the whole cruise ship by the way do we do we not remember our shining moment we did we have the trophy to prove it i think mm-hmm. yeah we still mm-hmm. we still do and yeah R- robert's been a great addition to the family and so we're we're happy that he's been a great addition to the real estate company as well so i really believe that's one thing we've said from the beginning with our real estate company that we really do care about our clients and we don't just put anybody i mean i know it seems oh it's your son-in-law Wait till you hear how brilliant he is and and all the reasons why our clients love him. And we're going to ask some questions today that are really going to kind of flesh out just not only that, but that he's also a real estate investor. So he is ahead of the game in so many ways. So I just wanted to ask you, Robert, so what do you enjoy about being a real estate agent? You know, what if, if one of your clients and we get to talk to them a lot and everybody always says this, no lie, we love Robert. We love him. He's great. What would you say that they would say some of your strengths are? So what do you love about it? And what are some of your strengths? Yeah, I mean, like you said, you know, I invest in real estate as well with my wife. And we honestly just really love the whole aspect of it. The the hunt, the search for the perfect house that matches all the criteria is like a puzzle to me. And I absolutely love it. I dive into it 
Um, but especially when you add on the element of helping people that are looking out, looking to move out here and really make this their home. You know, we understand that it's a big move, especially for folks coming from California and the West Coast all the way out here to Tennessee. And all of us here have done it to some degree. Well, I moved from Illinois, but mm-hmm. also, you know, it is a significant move. And uh, we know what that's like. And just being able to help people in that journey is such an awesome feeling and absolutely love that part of being an agent. So it, it honestly makes the job really easy because it's, you know, just something that I love doing to help people out. And also, you know, just hunting for that perfect house and the puzzle of it is, is also really fun for me. And I just love getting to meet people too. Like that's obviously an added benefit. I think one of the things that are, I'm sorry, Paul was going to say, I think one of the things that clients like to say to me, and I know Paul's heard this as well, you are the type of agent that you can get so, you can get so deep in the weeds when it comes to the analytics. You're, you, that's, that's, that is your career before this, right? That you are a data scientist. So you absolutely love seeing what what's for sale, what are the prices doing, what's interest rates. I mean, you can really get pretty deep there. You you love that kind of thing. Somebody who's analytical adores you. Yeah, I'm definitely a numbers guy at heart. So, you know, I've, I think it's definitely a help when it comes to being a real estate agent because I do have a good understanding of the numbers in the area. I can spot a good deal and a bad deal on paper pretty pretty far away. So I think that's definitely something that is a help when it comes to being a real estate agent too. And it's definitely something that I try to, you know, benefit my clients as well. Mm-hmm. well and I think a lot have. Ellen, you didn't move from out of state to Tennessee once, but you did it twice because you moved from Illinois, but then you also lived in New Orleans for a bit and then moved back to Tennessee. So you you do have a, an understanding of what it's like to to move from one state to another and the logistics and the the time that goes into that. So you ha- you definitely have that ability to kind of sympathize and empathize with our clients because you've lived in multiple states and moved to Tennessee. And Thailand. He lived in Thailand too. I, I did spend a summer in Thailand, but I think the, the bigger moves are from New Orleans and Illinois for sure. And that's great. I think that's what people really want. And that's another reason we can say all of our agents have the same story as far as falling in love with Tennessee or coming here from somewhere else and, and falling in love with Tennessee. And that that helps so much because you have a heart for already understanding where they are. Yeah, absolutely. And And then also kind of dovetailing a little bit on the real estate side, because we want, you know, people want to follow people who've done what they want to do. And, and you invest both, you know, in Tennessee and outside of Tennessee. And so you can understand the the logistics that come with that and some of the, the pitfalls or, or speed bumps to look out for if you're going to own property that maybe isn't right next door to you. And I think you bring that experience to the table as well. Yeah, it, it is, you know, a lot of a lot of challenges come when you are trying to own real estate in multiple places. You guys know that as well, probably better than I do even. But it's, uh, you know, it's all part of the journey. It's all part of, I guess, the uh, the strategy to finding what's best for your family and, and how you can help your family succeed in all walks of life, really. So, you know, we get contacted all the time. People listen to the podcast and they contact us and say, we want to make, you know, Tennessee home. We, you know, they listen to the podcast and go, man, Robert's a great guy. I want to work with Robert. Once we send them to you, get, give the clients an idea of what that looks like. What's your protocol? What's, how do you handle your client interactions? Yeah. So, I mean, I really, you know, anytime I'm connecting with a client initially, I love getting to learn more about them first. Like, who are you? Who are, you, who are your family? Do you guys have any pets? Do you have anything that you're particularly looking for? Anything that you particularly love about where you live now? And I try to keep those things in mind because anything that you know, we can do to to understand your family and your family's needs better helps us in in the house search, right? 
So I always love to get to know more about the clients at first. And then, you know, the next thing that we always do is we try to send listings for folks to look through because there's probably nothing more fun than scrolling through listings on your phone and looking through all the pictures and <laughs> seeing what's good and not right. So we, you know, like to cast a wide net, you know, really kind of stretch what people are looking for and then start focusing that down uh, and narrowing it down from there. It's, it's uh, the last thing we want to do is miss the perfect house because we were too narrowly focused. So try to cast that wide net and then focus it in later if if it turns out that it's, you know, kind of flooding the inbox with listings. Feedback but yeah, we've gotten, I was saying, the feedback go we've gotten from the people we've sent to you, is, I mean, they they find it very easy to work with you. You're super knowledgeable. We get nothing but but great feedback from the people that you've worked with. Well, yeah, that, that makes me feel good. But yeah, it's, I mean, everybody's always been really great to work with, you know, just, just try to make it as personable as we can. And, and, you know, a lot of folks see the listings when we're, we're doing showings, they're, they're doing it through their phone. They're doing it over Zoom. You know, we're going out to these properties to basically take videos or, or do it over Zoom. And we understand that that's challenging. There's a lot that you miss. So we always try to make sure, I always try to make sure to call out the, those little things that you can't quite tell through a phone, right? Like what's, what's the flooring actually feel like? What's it look like? What does the house smell like? Do they have dogs? Like what are some of the things that you notice standing on the front porch that you might not be able to see on a tiny little screen, but you're going to notice when you're sitting there trying to enjoy your coffee in the morning. Those are the kinds of things that, you know, those little details that I really try to pay attention to because I know those are the things that can make or break, you know, really feeling comfortable in a home that you can't quite get or understand when you're touring it from a phone. I was going to say, I don't think a lot of people realize just how many houses we sold and you included in the past year where people didn't even get to see the house before they drove up to it. And that's a scary thing for an agent. And that had to be very scary for you, right? The first time that happened going, oh, Lord, I hope they like it. Yeah, I think there was even one client that we that I sold a house to last year who they for some reason, I, I didn't have cell phone reception at the house that we were seeing. So I had to just record a 30 minute video of me walking around the house and they didn't even get the chance to ask questions. And I sent them the video and they loved it. We went under contract. And of course they had the opportunity to ask me some questions. And I went back to the house multiple times to try to get things answered or get pictures of specific things. But it is a little nerve wracking when you're trying to <laughs> make sure they're going to love this house. And, uh, you know, it's, it's something that we take very seriously. So we want to, we want to get it right. Yeah, we've been very grateful. I, we, I, I like to say we say too much. You're exactly right. You know, this here, that here, I can hear traffic. I can't hear traffic because we want them to turn the corner of their U-Haul and cry tears of happiness, not stress. And thankfully, right. we're batting a thousand, which is a blessing. I was going to ask you, and Paul was Paul was hinting on it a little bit, and, and it's hard not to go there real fast because y- you are an investor. And you started pretty young um, investing in real estate. And I just want to see like, what has been your favorite investing experience? Because right now what we're seeing is a lot of our clients who have either already arrived here in Tennessee or are making, or maybe they're, they're buying something in the hopes of coming in a year or two. It's that investment property. What's been your favorite investment real estate wise? Yeah, so that's a good question. So we, when Megan and I got married, we bought a house actually before we even got married. So we had that for about two months before we were ever married, which financially great decision. So she got to live there for a couple months. It was great. 
<laughs> and uh, honestly, I would say that's probably the favorite investment that we've had. We lived there for about a year and a half and then long-term rented it. That house is just north of Nashville. And since we rented it in 2017, we've had the same tenants in it the entire time ever since. And they're wonderful. It's a great little family. They have two kids and have really made that house their home. And, you know, we really like them a lot and, and they've you know really grown their family in that house as well. So it's it's really cool to be a part of that story and, and to, to be a part of their family story in some you know, way that they probably don't even think of that much. We have <laughs> bought houses and flipped them. That's a little stressful. I understand there's good return, <laughs> but it's, it's a little more stress than I would probably care to take back on. And then, yeah, we have a, a home in New Orleans still that is a short-term rental. You know, we, we do really enjoy that one, but as with, you know, the short-term rentals, it's high risk, high reward. And short-term rentals are typically a little more subject to fluctuations in local laws and local regulations. So for me, I would say that the favorite investment that we have is the single family long-term rental. It's, it's you know, we always refer to it as kind of our, our base hit or our double even as far as real estate investing goes, because it's, you know, super fun to hit home runs, but you can do really well in a baseball game, just getting a ton of base hits. And that was how we started off. And it's, it's gone really well for us. I seem to have heard that somewhere before. I don't know where, but I remember that one. I'll say I'm sure Megan has a lot of stories that she's gotten to share because she really cut her teeth on investment. And she really had, here you married a girl who had already such wisdom, I'm sure, about real estate. She grew up in that. And I think she, you guys are a great team. You know? Absolutely. And and I would, I would even go as far to say is I would not be investing in real estate. I would not be a real estate agent if it wasn't for her. I mean, she knew a lot about it and definitely had the, the drive for it. And, you know, I was all on board. So definitely all to her credit that we are where we are with it. And we've talked about a couple of different markets. So we talked about you coming from Illinois and, and New Orleans and, and now back to Nashville. Most of our clients that we talk to are looking at moving to Nashville, obviously. So what would you tell people about the Nashville real estate market, you know, now in terms of what's happening in the market? Is it a good time to buy? Should they wait? You know, what, what's your impression on the numbers that you've looked at? I would say Nashville in general, greater Nashville is a great market to buy in now, anytime, to be honest, barring major changes in the economy. But even with what we've seen in the last year with interest rates going up, I think Nashville is still a great spot to invest. And I would say that because one of the experiences that we had when we moved from New Orleans back to Tennessee was in New Orleans, we, there's about a 10% sales tax. And I think the state income tax is about 5%, you know, not to mention federal taxes and all these other things that everybody pays, right? And when we came back to Tennessee, not only were the roads in better condition, not only was like everything just it felt more modern, more clean, more updated. Um, and no disrespect to New Orleans. We love New Orleans a lot. It's just a hard place to live in. So we came back and it was like we'd been running with a parachute on our back. And all of a sudden now we're in Tennessee, the parachute's released. And it was, you know, we don't have any of these burdens anymore. You know, the insurance is cheaper. The income tax doesn't exist for the state in Tennessee. So because of that, especially, there's a lot of jobs that are attracted to this area as well. For example, down here in Spring Hill, where we live, there's the GM plant that's down here that has been doing really well for a long time. And they're building an electric vehicle plant onto it, as well as a battery plant. So 
Spring Hill, Columbia, this area has seen no shortage of jobs. There's a ton of investment moving into this area in terms of new houses that are being built and new businesses that are being built. And of course, I'm sure everyone saw the in and out is moving some <laughs> offices here to Tennessee and that they'll be opening some locations, not for like three more, four more years, but hey, we'll we'll be patient. Yeah, well, um, and Dallas is just an hour flight away if you're really a jumping for one. Dallas is a flight away. You know, I heard you can just get on a flight in the morning and just go eat in and out twice and then fly back. I don't know <laughs> who's done deal. that. And when yeah. we talk, and so you talked about, you know, Nashville, but it's kind of like saying Los Angeles. I mean, there's a, there's a diverse set of properties in Nashville. So you get everything from, if you want a, a high rise condo in downtown Nashville to you want acreage with horses, you know, outside of Nashville, so we say Nashville, we're talking about the broader geographic region because we cover everything. Spring Hill is about 30 minutes south of Nashville. And so, you, you know, those areas are are pretty diverse and and you sold homes in pretty much all those areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, no, and you're exactly right. Like the greater Nashville area has got pretty much anything that you're looking for. If you're looking for the city living, if you're looking for the walkable neighborhoods, if you're looking for small town charm, you know, in Franklin, if you're looking for just the suburb, like the suburban life that has everything that you'd want like it's it's all within an hour of nashville nashville has a great airport that's easily connected to pretty much anywhere in the midwest or the east coast and then getting back to california is a little bit of a longer flight but there's plenty of opportunities to connect or even fly nonstop to pretty much anywhere in california so it's it's a great hub for a lot of things to do you're also only you know an eight hour drive from the beach if that depends on how quick you want to drive but and you and you have the international uh, airport where you guys use a lot to fly out of the country to go. You guys do a lot of travel. That's right. There's actually even a nonstop flight from Nashville to London. So yeah, fun fact that exists. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. If you want to reach us and speak to Robert personally, you can email us at info at maplewoodrealty.net. That's info at maplewoodrealty.net. We can get you in touch with Robert. And if you're one of those folks who maybe you're stuck in analysis paralysis, Robert can help you with some numbers. He is, when, when people have Robert for an agent, they, they keep using Robert for an agent. And so we're very proud of him. I have to kind of brag on you a little bit yesterday, Robert, we had some clients that had reached out to us and then just vanished for months. And they, they were talking about coming out, but then they didn't come out. We'd had some phone calls a day ago. I, they reach out and we're seeing if we were available to show them around yesterday. And none of our agents were able to do that. And we reached out to Robert and Robert rearranged everything to show this family around for a good couple hours, which that's the kind of person he is. And, and, and we, all of us want to be able to be there for you. And that's just, I think says a lot about our business and, and it says a lot about the agents we have. Robert, Robert treated them very well yesterday and it was very sweet. So we appreciate that, Robert. So now on to the biggest questions of all, the very, very most important ones. We want to ask you a few of your favorites. And Robert, we also understand there's no one that we would rather have drive us around Nashville because you know that area so well. We want to know some of your favorite restaurants. So if you were going to go somewhere like Bougie, somewhere nice for like your anniversary or just somewhere fancy, little, a little more, you put on your nice pants and shoes. What restaurant is this one? Oh, absolutely. It's Adele's in downtown Nashville. That's a spot that we love a lot and have been to multiple times. And usually we're like, let's try something new, like pretty much every time. But Adele's is like by far our most repeated restaurant as far as fancy date nights go. And it's right in the Gulch in Nashville. So nice little area, nice neighborhood that you can walk around in. Good, good opportunity. Good 
good food, good drinks. Their coconut what kind cake of food? is incredible. It's just, you know, American, like, I think they would probably say they're like, you know, American inspired something, you know, something fancy. But uh, yeah, it's like they've got a really great roast chicken. They've got pork chops that are incredible. They've got duck. They've got great salads. Like their coconut cake is what we go for because it's just oh. un- out of this world. It's so good. Okay. All right. I'm going to have to make you mine, Robert, because I make a very good coconut cake. All right. I want to ask you a question that most Californians are asking the moment that they move here. And we we really, we are a little pretentious about this. We really struggle. Mexican food. Where is your favorite Mexican restaurant? Okay, that's a good question. So I'll give them multiple answers here because I have a hard time narrowing it down to one. If you're in Nashville, the best tacos that you can get are at Moss Tacos Por Favor. It's in East Nashville. Used to be a food truck. is now just like a little hole-in-the-wall taco shop that usually has a line that wraps around the block. But the tacos are, I think, $3 still, and they are just unbelievably good. We try to go there every time we're up in Nashville around lunchtime. There's also a great spot in the 12th South neighborhood in Nashville called Ladybird Taco. If you like more of like a Tex-Mex style breakfast taco, those kinds of things. Very, very good. A little bit off the beaten path in 12th South, but so worth it. Williamson County is a little bit (laughs) harder for me to (laughs) say. You know, probably the place that we go to the most is Tito's in Williamson County. They've got multiple locations. They've got one in Spring Hill. They've got one in South Franklin. I think they might even have one in Columbia. They've got one more somewhere. Hmm. But it's a great little family-owned Mexican restaurant that just consistently does a good job. Okay. Paul would agree with you on a few of those, huh, Paul? Actually, one of my favorite Mexican restaurants is the one that's just a little bit north of you guys in Spring Hill, essentially right next to the Church of the City there. Oh, you're talking um, about La Villa? No, it's the one right at the end of the strip mall. Like oh, Don Arturo's. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so that's that's one of my favorites. Don Arturo's is good. Is that if, by if, Hobby Lobby? No, it's, it's kind of over by the Orange Theory. Oh. But if you're looking for authentic Mexican, La Villa in mm-hmm. Spring Hill is probably the best way to go. They've got like the whole bar laid out like a hot bar. So you can kind of mix and match like the meats and the beans that you want to put on your plate. And they've also got a little Mexican market in there that has a lot of things that you wouldn't find pretty much any other grocery store in Spring Hill. So Mm -hmm. that's a good little hidden spot. Okay. All right. Well, then it's on to the really, really important one, coffee shop. Oh, I have a lot of opinions about this one. We want to hear them. Best coffee shop in Nashville is Crema. Don't believe anybody that tells you anything different. Down here in Williamson County, I'm probably like 1819. They've got good coffee and the the spot, like the building that they're in is really cool. It's an old plantation style house that has mm-hmm. some Civil War history to it for the Battle of Thompson Station that happened pretty much right across the street from there. And the they've renovated the house. They restored the house. They've renovated the little carriage house into this beautiful little coffee shop. That's, I think it's owned by the church that meets there mm-hmm. as well. And, and it's a, a really cool little spot that is also doing some some good work. Yeah, no, that is like, that's one of my favorites too. I absolutely, it's like walking into a Hallmark movie. Okay. So how about your favorite music venue? Ooh, that's a good question. It's hard to beat the Ryman Auditorium. Just a lot of history there. A lot of big names that come through and uh, especially for musicians that venue typically means a lot. So they put on a pretty good show there. If you're looking for something kind of hole in the wall, uh, I would always recommend trying to get a show at the Bluebird in Green Hills area in Nashville. They've got a like singer songwriter in the round kind of thing usually. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while they'll get some big songwriters in there that you just wouldn't know. You know, it's like you get somebody up there and they're like, oh yeah, you know, I wrote half the songs for 
Kenny Chesney or whoever and starts <laughs> playing some of the songs. And uh, that's always a really fun experience because you never quite know who you're going to get. The other one that I've always liked since my days at Belmont is Third and Lindsley, which mm. is not a super common answer, I don't think, but mm. I just have a lot of good memories at that venue. We just went. Isn't that where we went, Paul, with with clients? Yeah, yeah it was it was pretty nice. Food was pretty decent, nice atmosphere, good venue. So oh yeah, Third and Lindsley was a good choice, Robert. I'd forgotten about that one. Yeah, that's really good. Did I, how about ice cream? Favorite ice cream, Robert? Favorite ice cream? Mm -hmm. Oh man, that's hard. I'm not a huge ice cream guy, but Jenny's is hard to beat. A good Um, one. That's a great one. Yeah. I don't don't think there's anything else as far as local ice cream that I would recommend. That's pretty good. And Jenny's isn't really local, but they've got a lot of spots around. Yeah. Well, I, since I'd never eaten it anywhere else, I consider it. I know, aren't they from Ohio or? They're from Ohio originally. Yeah. Yeah. They're Tennessean to me. How about hiking trails? Is there anywhere you like to go with the family? Because Robert is also a father of one absolutely gorgeous baby girl. I'm just going to say that right now. Go ahead. I was going to say, I'm going to tell them you said that. that you're just playing favorites. She's beautiful. Um, well, if, if our own children listen to the podcast, they would hear it for themselves. So hey, uh, maybe that's all out. Get on. Yeah, exactly. All right. Whichever um, one visits me is the most beautiful. <laughs> Noted. Yeah. So a preservation park in Spring Hill is great. It's got a great little lookout that you can go up to and, and benches. It's a fun spot around here that we like to go to. As far as other hiking goes, Radnor Lake in Nashville is beautiful, can be packed. So go during times that you wouldn't normally think of to go on a hike. Otherwise you might park a long way away and have to walk in. <laughs> You might have to hike to your hike. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because it's it's this beautiful secluded yeah. lake. Once you're walking around it, you wouldn't know that you're in the heart of the city, but you really are like maybe 10 to 15 minutes from downtown Nashville. It's still very much in the city. So yeah. it's, it's a cool spot to go hiking. And then if you want to go outside in the area, anything down by Mont Eagle and Sewanee up on the Cumberland Plateau, it's absolutely beautiful. There's lots of waterfalls up there and that's not far away at all. I love it. Do you have any other questions, Paul, for our guest today, our very first guest? No, I mean, we wanted to use this opportunity to introduce Robert to the podcast and to our clients. And and we're just super excited to have him be a a part of the team. And he's been a great addition. And so we wanted to give you guys a little bit heads up about what he uh, what he does and what his experience is. So you guys understand who you're meeting when you when you meet him. Robert, thank you for joining us today. We appreciate you taking time out and uh, we just appreciate all you've done. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for listening to Exodus California Moving to Tennessee. We are so grateful for listeners like you. Show us your appreciation and subscribe and share this podcast with all your friends and family. And if you'd like to talk to somebody from our office, you can email us at info at maplewoodrealty.net. That's info at maplewoodrealty.net. And we can get you started on your own personalized real estate listings because we'd love to help you make Tennessee home. Okay, dear. Barbecue's ready.